Hey everyone, this is another preview of an overtime episode where we do part two of our Confessions of a Union Buster series, I guess, where we talk to Pat, the person who runs the reading group in the Discord. You should join the Discord and join the reading group, regardless of if you're a patron. But if you are a patron, you can get the full episode, and it's the only way that we get any funding for doing the show, and so we really appreciate that. Again, you can get the full episode at patreon.com slash workstoppage. And, I mean, it really means so much to us if you'd support us. Either way, here is a preview of the episode, and we hope you enjoy it. Solidarity. And and just for work or for, for listeners' reference, that starting wage, four fifty. dollars this is in like 1980, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so today that's, a, that's like just under $18 an hour. So it's like what is still too low to be what minimum wage should be <laughs> yeah in order to uh to be breathing lead and cadmium cadmium is really fucking bad i like it when they make the eggs out of it around easter <laughs> <laughs> damn got him <laughs> but marty's first move there um was actually to have the not the not the district manager but the plant manager fired uh, this was because, uh, the plant manager, as it turns out, was, uh, he was kind of the most visible to the workers on the floor. And this mm-hmm. was despite the fact that he had no power, you know, he had to just kind of st- sit there and like take the, uh, you know, take the complaints of the, uh, lower managers and the people on the floor. Uh, but he also had to enforce decrees from the, uh, district manager, uh, E. Tim Scott, which remember him, he'll come back. He'll be important later. Okay. Okay. Tim Scott, but online, the dreaded Tim with two M's. Oh, oh, jeez. Yeah, he's. <laughs> but uh, so then we get into some more uh bargaining unit fuckery. So at PMS there was like a uh, laboratory where uh they had some technicians who would analyze the outputs of the you know the production process and like try to find new uh new formulas for new colors. Um, there were a small group, maybe about 20 or so, but uh, they were, you know, uh, it's I'm led to believe they were paid, they're paid a bit better. Obviously, they didn't have to work directly with all of the like most hazardous stuff. And originally, they well, and they get the perk of being able to answer when asked, well, what do you do? Oh, I invent colors. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the U- management and the UAW had a. Uh, we're fighting back and forth whether or not the uh, the the color makers were going to be tr- in part of the bargaining unit. Now, uh, Marty and management wanted them to be because since they had these perks, they uh, you know they figured oh they're going to vote they're going to side with management. And so eventually, the twenty or so uh, technicians and clerical workers involved in that got added to the voting unit. Yeah, I think that that's pretty interesting in that, like, it's kind of the, uh, you know, you see them want to, very often they'll want to, like, exclude people so that they have smaller bargaining units, but also this is kind of the other direction where they want to mm-hmm. include certain people because they think that they can sway them more. Yeah, we we definitely usually, see, we, we more often see the former where they try and split the bargaining unit into smaller pieces. But we have seen a few instances just like this on the show where they do that. They're like, they get, because 
it's the inverse, honestly, of what we usually see, where we usually see people who are definitely not management personnel who get classified as managers to either pull them out of an, a bargaining unit uh, or to abuse overtime laws and things like that. But you do occasionally get cases like this where you have people who clearly kind of are management in what they do. And this is, and but then they're like not classed that way. It's a lot rarer, but it does occasionally happen. And I do feel like it's usually technical personnel because you have that weird overlap in, in, in people who are classed as technicians where it's like most of your job is technical work, but some of it is supervisory. And so it's like, are you a supervisory employee? Are you with the rest of the workers? And sometimes that can kind of wait, like, depend on the individual where it's like you, they kind of like, like it wavers depending on who the person is, who they, they, who they view their interests as being with. And in this case, it seems like that group of people clearly identified a lot more with management. Yeah. I mean, and even in my experience, uh, I've never had to go through a union busting drive, but I work as a technician. Like we're, we like amongst like all the workers on the production floor, I'm, I'm a part of like, we're kind of considered like, like, like once, one step above like people people try to get from the production floor into our department yeah, mm. I, I always go back to the military metaphor of like that like technicians tend to be what i think of as like ncos mm. like sergeants where it's like you 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 didn't go to officer school you came out of the same group as, as all the rest of the enlisted folks but you've been kind of placed in a position by the officers to kind of be in between uh for them yeah that makes sense and uh, so, um, as opposed to, if you remember back when we talked about Copeland, he, he ratcheted up the tension in the workplace to to get people against the union. And in this case, he engineered the vibes in a, in the complete opposite way. So obviously, working conditions at the plant pretty dismal, but he made he tried to paper over that with a bunch of like spectacles and like distract and stuff to distract from all you know the low wages the poor safety bad management um for example uh he bought one year's worth of union dues in groceries and set them in a set them near the entrance to show people how much money they would be wasting if they had to pay union dues and didn't he i think in that part he specifically talks about like he went for like size specifically be like the, what's the physically largest thing he could get for the money to ex- make it as exaggerated as possible. The fact that it's a year and it's groceries, but groceries are already a bulky item is such a, like <laughs> it's such a dishonest way to present that. Just like, can't wait for it's like, Oh yeah. How much uh union dues in toilet paper? Can I, can I bring in right. here? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me, let me help you visualize your union dues as packing peanuts. Maybe that'll illustrate. <laughs> things. Yeah. It's ugh. this is a year's worth of union dues and pennies. He just dumps yeah. out yeah. like a box. Exactly. Exactly. What if, what if a small thing was subdivided into many pieces and became a big thing? Mm, you wouldn't oh, like it then, would you? Wouldn't mm. you like to Scrooge McDuck into all of those pennies? <laughs> <laughs> so, in addition to the uh, groceries, he held this, uh, this uh, drawing contest for the children of the, the workers at PMS, where they would draw um, basically propaganda for him for vote no, for, uh, to convince the workers to vote no. The winner was actually a, a high school student who whose drawing basically uh, implied that the plant would close if the union won. 
It was basically just like a, it was th- a picture of the plant and then like a, a big uh, chain link fence with a, uh, with a sign on it that said closed and it looked all dreary and dark. Um, and they were wondering, maybe this could be considered a ULP because you're basically trying, you're basically applying that the plant would close if the union wins, which is illegal. But eventually they kind of decided it was on the edge enough because of the nature of it that it would, uh, that they were fine with putting it up and it stayed up for like a week. And there's no mention of any challenge from the union. Mm. It's also just very funny to imagine that at some point his best argument was, I had a child imagine (laughs) that the plant was closed. Isn't that scary? (laughs) Being, uh, saying the thing, there's like wisdom comes from the mouth of babes, but it's actually just like a, it's like a, it's like a senior in high school, like who's like really into art class. Yeah, it's also funny because it's like, are you smarter than a fifth grader, <laughs> you know, like, or, or, you know, a 12th grader or whoever made this? It's just like, I don't know, at some point, maybe you sh- should have better ammunition than scraping like high school artists to get you to do your propaganda for you. So wait, he He's like, all right, so I've lied to you plenty, but how about I lie to children and then have those children kind of... <laughs> Bring That's that right. into your consciousness now. Yeah, what if I laundered my lies through children, taking notes from churches, quite obviously. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you get the typical, I, I think this is through a lot of uh, drives, but, you know, the the vote no buttons, shirts, hats, ubiquitous, you know, everybody got them. Um, he, he went through so many of these in his long career. He said his kids never had to have pajamas because they could always... He could always get them like uh, some extra vote no on, uh, I don't know, a union at the uh, the corn feed plant or whatever he he, he was doing for oh, them that's, to sleep in. That's awful, too, because like, you know, you'll see the kid who's like dad drives the Miller truck and he's got the Miller shorts and the Miller shirt. And you're like, aren't you eight years old? And it's like, it doesn't matter. He's wearing the Miller ball cap and everything. But then it's like your dad's a professional union buster. So everything you're wearing just is like encouraging people to vote against workers' rights. That's got to be mentally damaging in a very high order as a child. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. On the flip side, if you uh, if you're a unionist and you can get your children union drip, always yeah, that's actually cool. That's mm-hmm. because very because cool. uh, you know supporting your fellow workers and teaching kids to support your fellow workers is a good thing. You heard it here first, folks. Good things are good, but bad things they're not so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, it sounds ridiculous, but sometimes liberals need that uh, that reminder. It's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we get now we get into one of uh one of Marty's fun little tricks uh here. Uh this spectacle was uh remember our our uh our district manager E Tim Scott. E T mm-hmm. Scott. Well what what they did this happened this drive happened to coincide with the uh the famous uh, Steven Spielberg movie E T being released. And it was a as you from as you know, it was a box office hit and a became a, a cultural classic. And so um, he handed out as raffle prizes copies of that long lost ET Nintendo game that oh they always make video <laughs> essays about every fucking week that show up in my goddamn feed. Anyways. I thought that he was gonna uh, just like put like Reese's Pieces trails to the vote no signs or something like that. <laughs> 
That would have been funny, at least. <laughs> no, actually, what happened is that E. Tim Scott died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he didn't. Uh, he wasn't going to his home planet, but he did uh, dress up as the E.T. from the movie E.T. Um, and he had oh someone push him around in a shopping cart on the floor being like, E.T. says, please vote no. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, if this was a, this was one of those ones where it was pretty successful. Like, basically, he was doing meme marketing. Like, people's kids came in to see it. Everybody mm-hmm. loved it. You bringing know. the kids in to get exposed to cadmium and lead so they can see the goofy union buster. <laughs> Boy, America <laughs> is quite a country. I gotta tell <laughs> you, at nightmare. least the unions have the decency to put Scabby the Rat out fucking side where you can breathe the goddamn air. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this is fucked up. They, they've done so much fucked up shit here. Yeah. And uh, after all this, the uh, the union lost again, 58 to 47. Fuck you, Marty. Yep. Motherfucker. Let me introduce myself. Jack Shyster is my name. I'm a management consultant. Union busting is my game. I'm a master of the con job. I'm an expert at the hoax. And I make my living stealing bread from the mouths of working folks. I'm a union buster. The bosses trust the aid. I help keep their employees overworked and underpaid. He's a union buster, the bosses trust the aid. He helps keep their employees overworked and underpaid. In the old days we used gun thugs, we used geeks, finks, and goons. Nowadays we use fancy words, but we sing the same old tune. Pitting folks against each other, spreading hatred, fear, and lies. Cutting down the hopes of workers who were trying to organize. I'm a union buster, the bosses trust the aid. I help keep their employees overworked and underpaid. He's a union buster, the bosses trust the aid. He helps keep their employees overworked and underpaid. When I was young, I used to fight with kids one half my size. I pulled the legs off bugs and spiders and the wings off butterflies. Now I've grown to be a man, I haven't changed at all. I still step on the underdog, the humble and the small. I'm a union buster, the bosses trust the aid. I help keep their employees overworked and underpaid. He's a union buster, the bosses trust the aid. He helps keep their employees overworked and underpaid. Jack London tells the story God was working in his lab And from some hateful substance he made my good friend a scab He gave some of that awful stuff a graduate degree He put it in a three-piece suit, that's how he made me I'm a union buster, the bosses trust the aid I help keep their employees overworked and underpaid He's a union buster, the bosses trust the aid He helps keep their employees overworked and underpaid 